engaging with your peers to build a professional flight operation. Today, we have tips from individuals recently lauded for their work in that regard. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. The NBAA Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism and Aviation Award recognizes individuals who have demonstrated their outstanding professionalism and leadership in support of business aviation safety. Today, I'm pleased to welcome four of this year's Kern Award recipients to discuss how they help foster professional attitudes at their companies. We'll begin with Michael Webb, CAM and Senior Manager of Aircraft Maintenance for the Williams Companies, and Nick Verdia, CAM and Williams Director of Aviation and Corporate Travel. Nick, as you know, this award is built around the six principles of Dr. Kern's integrated model of professionalism, vocational excellence, professional ethics, continuous improvement, professional engagement, professional image, and selflessness. How have you applied one or more of those tenants in your work? Well, I've been with Williams for, for 10 years, and I've been very fortunate because another one of my colleagues is on this call, too. And so we've worked closely together, especially on the safety management system and the, and the safety of culture and how we operate. Uh, a lot of the principles that I've learned from Tony Kern are, are implemented within that. I use the word Torah. What I mean by that is that the T stands for trust. And then be able to get that trust throughout the uh, operation, we rely heavily on uh, ownership and responsibility and accountability. And that's prevalent throughout Tony Kern's teachings and writings. We really try to make sure that everybody is upfront and they take ownership of the things they do and they're responsible for all their tasks and that they're accountable for anything that happens within the flight department, especially when we're trying to mitigate risk. Michael, how have those six principles guided your career? There are so many facets of that. As a group, to promote an attitude of all of pulling in the same direction and remembering every day that those who hired us and those who sit in the back of the airplane expect nothing less than professionalism and integrity from each and every one of us. I'm also pleased to welcome Kern Award honoree Jared Van Lu, a line pilot for a Part 121 operation. How have you applied Dr. Kern's integrated model of professionalism in your career, Jared? Well, one of the things that I, that I think about when I think about the award is it's about doing the right thing even when no one's watching. And that's just kind of how I, how I approach every flight. I thought if I have to stand in front of the FAA and the NTSB and the chief pilot, can I defend my actions? If what I'm about to do, does, that, does it make sense? Can I stand there with pride and say, yes, I did the right thing? So that's kind of how I view the whole way I approach a flight. But, you know, you're always looking for that perfect flight and where you make no mistakes, which it's never going to happen. But you try your best and then you try to learn from it each time. Rounding out our panel today is David Ryan, Vice President of Aviation for MI Aviation Holdings. Continuous improvement is certainly a key aspect in this whole concept. Always looking to raise the bar, keeping up with new information, new technology. We'd like to use the mantra, your best flight will be your next one. So you always want to continue to strive to learn more. The other one that doesn't get quite the attention that some of the others do is professional engagement. I can share personally that my engagement with the MBAA Safety Committee has been an incredible personal development tool for me and all the others on the committee or any volunteer committees 
in the industry that you're working with. It presents wonderful benchmarking opportunities and it supports the industry. Everybody should be learning the lesson once and not everybody learning every lesson separately. So engagement is very key. We'll have more in just a moment. But first, this message from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, the latest digital edition of your magazine is ready. Just visit nbaa.org insider and all the latest intel will be in your hands. We're back now with our panel of four of this year's recipients of the NBAA Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism in Aviation Award. Nick Verdia, Michael Webb, Jared Van Loo, and David Ryan. David, the emphasis on professionalism in business aviation, as demonstrated with this award, goes directly to the matter of safety in our industry. How do these principles apply to improving the safety of business aviation flight operations? Yeah, certainly the practice of professionalism is using all aspects, but really the key to this concept is treating it as a mindset. It's always got to be developed. It's always got to be practiced. And it's really got to be interwoven with every part of one's life. You don't just get to work and turn on the professionalism switch and then leave work and turn it off. It's a deliberate practice in every waking moment of your life. Of course, in our industry, professionalism is not really an option. It's, it's more of a responsibility. And no one's exempt in our industry as well. So you've got to wake up thinking, I'm going to be as professional as possible today using all the tools that I've learned from the drive to work to picking up a cup of coffee and how you interact with the folks there to being courteous to the drivers that you're around as you get to work and of course at work as well. So it's a total mindset for all your waking moments. Jared? I think it's about continuous improvement. It's your job to constantly stay up to speed with what's going on. And I think that when you do that, it makes you self-reflect a little bit and say, you know, I didn't know that this was a new procedure or I didn't know that this was a better way to do things. That'd be the first part. And the second part is I work with a, I work with a fairly large crew and, you know, we've got upwards of five to seven flight attendants at, at any time. And what I found is over the last couple of years, they don't get involved in the process as much as they used to. And I am on a personal crusade to bring them back into the fold. Obviously, they don't know how to do my job and I don't know how to do theirs, but just getting everyone together and saying, hey, you're all going to work together here as a team to get this thing done. And here are some of the challenges and the threats that we face. And here are some of the positive things that we face. So that's kind of been my attitude over the last year or so is let's re-engage all the people that are actually doing the job today. Nick, what are your thoughts? You know, there's a quote from Lou Holtz and he says, ability is what you're capable of. Motivation determines what you can do, and attitude determines how well you do it. So I would say uh, that attitude is probably the greatest gift that you can bring to being a professional or, or using it in continuous improvement because you get to choose every day how you want to be. So what you believe today is what you will be tomorrow. One of the things that, that stick out to me, I don't know if you guys remember John Wood, and he was, a, he was the great uh, UCLA basketball coach, but he said, there is a choice you have to make in everything you do. So keep in mind that in the end, the choice you make makes you. Every day I wake up and I make a choice. I, I, you know, I choose to be happy. I choose to be engaged. I choose to do the right thing at all times. And am I perfect? No, I'm not. But 
I make that conscious choice every day. And then uh, lastly, I think that selflessness is, is one of the other key factors that putting others before self and trying to make sure they have the tools and the resources necessary so they can obtain the level of safety and the culture within that. But at the end of the day, it's always about attitude and making sure you're doing the right thing and always make sure that in doing the right thing, you're taking the responsibility and accountability for everything you do. Michael? I guess what I'd like to add is a person needs to be a career-long student of their profession. Our working environment, business environment changes all the time. To be a student of the business perspective, regulatory environment, company, local procedures, and then always be ready to ask the question, is there a better way to do this? Have we just gotten stuck doing the same thing over and over? And don't take anything for granted. Often there's a better, smarter way, and you can be the one that thought that up. Engagement with the greater community through participation in committees and boards and other things like that are good for the community, good for you, good for your organization. So how can dedicated aviation professionals help improve the safety culture in their organizations and spread these messages to others they work with, Michael? It's in the way you show up every day and what you do every day, the example you set, sharing knowledge, not all of us get to go to the same schools, same meetings. Make sure that knowledge gets shared. Jared, you mentioned your firsthand experience in reaching out to those you work with. How have you been able to get others on your team engaged in promoting professionalism? Well, I've actually got a couple that I think of. And, you know, I get a daily email blast from several organizations, all the way from the FAA to MBAA to just our own internal memos and such and emails that we have. Yeah, it's one more email to read, but they're usually pretty quick or they're, or they're like a skim. And it just reengages your brain a little bit and says, okay, A, what's going on in my industry? B, what kind of new things are coming out in addition to what kind of threats and errors and safety-related items? And then how can I apply that to this, to this flight as well? And one of the things that I try to do, this, so on to my second point, is – Tony brings up brings up a good point, and we don't really we don't really do it that much in the civilian world necessarily. But you know, a debrief after every flight. Now, in the military, you can get away with that, and there's really no hurt feelings, or maybe there is, but it's just part of the culture. But you get out of the civilian world, and it when you do a debrief, it's kind of like, oh man, you're picking on me. I can never please you, or you're you're only seeing the wrong things that I did on this flight. And I I do think though that that debrief is useful. But you have to use it in a self-deprecating way first. You know, I don't ever use it to pick on the other guy. I always direct it back towards myself and say, here's how I could have done that better to make it more efficient and to take away some of the risk factors associated with it. So the other person doesn't feel threatened because as soon as as soon as the other person feels threatened, they completely shut down. You know, they're not going to listen to you. They, have, they, they don't care what you have to say. But if you point everything back towards yourself and say, I could have done this better. I could have done this in a more safe manner or more efficiently. And here's what I'm going to do next time. Even if the other person doesn't engage with you in that, maybe you've planted a seed in their mind that says, hey, this is a useful tool. Or, yeah, you know what? I guess I could operate that, that flight better when I do it as well. And at the end of the day, that's all you can, that's all you can ask for. 
Nick, I think what Jared speaks of goes to what I've always thought was kind of the overriding theme to Dr. Kern's integrated model of professionalism, humility. Each of those six points really goes back to approaching your job, your life, and your interactions with others with a mindset of always learning, acknowledging our mistakes and what we don't know, and then applying that toward helping those around us grow as well. One of the great things about humility is sharing, sharing what you know. And so in my opinion, it's the greatest gift to yourself because what you put out there, you get back tenfold. And so I would say that, uh, you know, paying it forward, sharing wisdom and getting feedback from your peers, watching someone succeed, uh, you took the opportunity to share some knowledge or some expertise that you possibly influenced their life. One of the the true gifts of leadership and sharing and being humble is watching someone succeed that you had a part in making that happen. I mean, it's such a joy. And so I would just say, you know, always give yourself a a chance to grow. And, uh, you know, I was trying to think, you know, how can I put some substance behind the word grow? And so uh, here's a couple of things I jotted down. Uh, The G would be constantly gain knowledge. That should be a daily effort. Learn something new every day. It doesn't have to be aviation specific or safety concentric, but it is something that you should do every day is gain some knowledge. And then the R would be for reaching out to others. Make sure you're reaching out. Test your theories of the, the knowledge you gain. You know, some things are going to work. Some things aren't going to work. Share the knowledge that you have with others, and maybe that will ignite some more passion in them to do a little bit more work in in researching and trying to gain knowledge themselves. And then open your world. I know we, uh, you know, we fly in an industry uh, that I, I love and I've been very passionate about for a very long time, but there's other things too. And I think that the more you can open yourself up to the world and things that are going on around and learning other things makes you a more rounded person and be more prepared to be able to have higher input into what you do. And then uh, just always, you know, walk towards that wisdom, learn new things, be the person that you think you should be and apply those lessons learned I just think you make a commitment to grow every single day and share that gift with everybody else. David, what would you like to add? I like to promote how folks can improve their safety culture by embracing the professionalism concept as a lifestyle. Talked about how you kind of live it in all your waking moments, but you really got to believe it and genuinely walk the walk. You always hear the phrase, a true professional is always a professional no matter who's watching or if, even if no one's watching. I kind of like to highlight the part that you never know who is watching. You might be doing something that someone can learn from or have an aha moment and go, wow, that aviation professional there is someone I want to emulate. So always be conscious of being a role model. Strive always to do your true best every time in full compliance all the time and be accountable. The next point, humility is really a key to being a true safety leader. Safety leaders need to be able to admit mistakes and always be willing to learn from those mistakes, share those mistakes, share what they've learned, and not just with their own teams, but within the uh, industry, whether it's regionally, whether it's on a committee, whether it's just with another fellow flight department, whatever it is, we all want to learn one lesson once, not learn all the lessons out there all the time. 
This year's list of recipients of the NBAA Dr. Tony Kern Professionalism in Aviation Award also includes Bruce Landsberg, Vice Chair of the National Transportation Safety Board, as well as Carl Bennett and Brian Burns. Congratulations to all of them, and if you'd like to learn more about this award, visit nbaa.org professionalism. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.